Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 21st of June. Today, the Russian player who found a loophole in Wimbledon's ban, the big price Jordan Ngoi looks set to pay for his Bali adventures, and is a big-time NBA reunion on the cards. But first... You would think with this weekend's standalone State of Origin game in Perth that it would be a quiet time in the NRL. Oh, quiet on the Western Front! But just when you think the game has run out of surprises, they look set to drop another one. Westbrook's over the 30. Where's the support? The halfback might need it! He doesn't and Brooks scoops away! Luke Brooks, the ultra-talented halfback who's long been hailed as the saviour of the West Tigers, is set to be dropped for the first time in his 183-game career, according to Fox Sports' James Hooper. Brooks hasn't been left out of the first-grade side since he made his debut all the way back in 2013. But caretaker coach Brett Kamali, who took over after Michael Maguire was sacked, is set to do what no senior coach has ever done and omit Brooks for the club's round 16 fixture against the Warriors. It's pretty wild. The Tigers will be chasing just their fourth win of the season and their first with Kamali in charge. Right now with Australia's favourite low-budget airline, a trip to Bali could cost you as little as $500. But for Collingwood star Jordan Ngoi, his mid-year adventure to Indonesia will cost him a lot more. Collingwood have officially pulled their two-year deal worth about $800,000 a season with two more years which were trigger-based, so performance-based and games-based. Fox Footy's John Ralph reporting that Collingwood has withdrawn its contract offer to Jordan Ngoi, a reported four-year deal at $800,000 a season over the videos that emerged of Ngoi partying in Bali nightclubs during the mid-year break. Ngoi's behaviour in the videos has left many in the footballing community questioning his commitment to the game and value as a player while others, such as former Premiership star Luke Hodge, believe Dugowie is simply a victim of his reputation. He hasn't done anything wrong. They may not let him go next time, but as far as what he's done wrong, nothing. So they can't really sit back and slap him over the hands and say, you're a naughty boy. He was out there doing whatever other player's done, but apart from because he's a big personality, he's been in trouble in the past, it was a story and because of the club he plays for. Hodge speaking on SEN yesterday about the enigmatic star whose future in the black and white is very much up in the air. Reports suggest that St Kilda are offering the much-scrutinised forward a five-year deal in excess of 800000 a year. And that's an offer triple premiership star Jonathan Brown can't see Dugowie turning down. He's going to St Kilda. There's no way known he stays at Collingham for two years on a lot less money than that mega deal that St Kilda supposedly offered. So that'd be a huge story uh, in the last few weeks of the season, you- as that unfolds. Collingwood is expected to hand down any punishment to Dugowie today. The tennis world's attention turns to the green, green grass of Wimbledon this week as qualifying for the most traditional of tennis majors gets underway at the All England Club. But the normally buttoned-up tournament has been under all sorts of scrutiny in the lead-up due to their decision back in April to ban all players from both Russia and Belarus from competing at this year's tournament. I think it was a mistake by Wimbledon to do what they did in the first place, kicking out the Russians and Belarusians. I don't know how they came up with the Belarusians too. And then it's, in my opinion, compounded by the fact that now the ATP and the WTA say there are no points. I don't see how that helps the players. If the players really believe that Wimbledon had made a big mistake by not allowing the Russian and Belarusian players to play 
In my opinion, they should have boycotted the tournament. Wimbledon legend John McEnroe making his feelings known about the decision to ban select players, which has consequently led both the ATP and the WTA to strip the tournament of its ranking points, meaning that this year's Wimbledon will have no bearing on the world rankings of tennis. It doesn't count. Which will be cold comfort to men's world number two, Daniel Medvedev, who has been banned from participating because he's a Russian. But if he really wanted to compete, he could have followed the lead of 29-year-old Natella Delamides. Who that? Delamides is ranked 44 in the world for doubles and is Russian, or at least she was, because now she's Georgian. Whether or not it was done for the sole purpose of being able to compete at the tournament, we can't know, but Delamides will suit up for Wimbledon alongside her doubles partner Alexander Krunic, who is Serbian, after Natella switched her nationality before the deadline. And if she can find the lines at Wimbledon as well as she found that loophole in the nationality ban, she could be one to watch at this year's tournament. The NBA season has only just ended, and already the storylines for next season are heating up. Kyrie and the Nets are at an impasse in contract talks, which means he could be on his way to free agency. The Lakers, the Knicks, the Clippers all mentioned as potential suitors. Outspoken Brooklyn Nets star Kyrie Irving has a June 29th deadline on taking up the player option in his current contract to stay at the club. The seven-time All-Star was unavailable to play for many games in the most recent season over his refusal to be vaccinated for COVID-19. But now, he is reportedly wanting a four-year extension from the Nets if they want him to stick around. Something that scorecard favourite ESPN Stephen A. Smith finds amusing. You about to call it Comedy Central because I can't stop laughing. Let me get this straight. And it passed. And it passed. This is a guy that missed 127 games over the last three seasons. And he thinks that he deserves a four-year extension fully loaded on top of the $36.5 million he's he's expected. Or obviously, he can opt in and he's scheduled to make for this upcoming season. I mean, what nerve? What nerve, what goal? And, and listen, talk about delusional. I mean, that's this dude. That's this, this Kyrie Irving. If the Nets don't agree to Kyrie's demands, he could decide to go to market with his talents. And that could set up one of the most surprising reunions in the game. Kyrie and LeBron to execute that play so when they played together at the Cleveland Cavaliers, they were one of the best one-two punches in the league, resulting in the Cavs' first ever championship in 2016. And reports are emerging that LeBron James and the LA Lakers could be front of the line for Kyrie Irving's services if he and the Nets decide to part ways. And while most basketball fans would love to see it, the problem the Lakers now need to solve is finding enough assets to make the trade possible. Because over the past four years or so, They've traded away most of their worthwhile draft picks to secure the likes of Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. I got nothing left. But where there's a will, there's a way. And if LeBron James wants Curry to join him at the Lakers, he normally gets his way. And that is your Fast Fun Hill Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener.